today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. On Friday, uh, just as uh, school boards were closing up the offices for the weekend, just around 5 o'clock, uh, a number of them got uh, emails and memos from the Ministry of Education uh, that talked about slashing about $25 million in funding for specialized programs in elementary and secondary schools right across the province. Uh, obviously, the shockwaves are still being felt about this. Joining us to talk about the uh, the program and uh, the implications, Alex Johnstone, who is, of course, the chairman of the board for the Hamilton-Wentworth District School Board. Uh, Alex, thank you so much for the time. Great to have you with us today. Good morning, Bill. This must have hit you like a, a, a ton of bricks on Friday. It was certainly a shock. Uh, as I say, it was late in the day, so there's not a whole lot of time for everybody to digest this, but maybe you could give us a sense as to exactly what you heard and, and how this is going to impact the Hamilton board, for instance, Alex. Well, Bill, when the memos came out Friday and the news began to spread, um, certainly it created a lot of concern. Uh, parents and educational staff were immediately concerned. They immediately started asking, how would this impact our students? People were concerned about how this would impact jobs, especially as we are heading into the holiday season. Um, and I think that uh, what we what's really important for us to stress is that at HWDSB, we are calmly reviewing the memos. Um, so there's quite a large number of uh, documents that are included in this memo. So we will know by Wednesday latest the exact impact. We're still going through that data and we're going through it as quickly as possible. Um, that said, um, I think that it's important to note that it's not just the cuts themselves that creates a challenge for school boards. It's, it's also the timing. Um, we're in the middle of a fiscal year. So in speaking with board chairs across the province over the weekend, there is growing concern about our ability as school boards to implement cuts when in many cases money has already been spent. Um, so I think, to be fair um, with this government, I think many boards were anticipating cuts coming in the spring budget. Uh, we are not sure where those will be as of yet, but um, to have them in the middle of the school year um, that or in the fiscal year, that was a bit of a surprise. Well, let, let's talk about some of them, because I, I, I understand that you can't be too specific about this because you're still kind of sifting through this. But as just an overall uh, look at this, Alex, it's, it appears as if an awful lot of the programs that are going to be impacted, not just on the Hamilton board, but in other boards, are, are to do with students at risk, uh, students that need extra help, tutoring, uh, or you know potentially people that are having some socioeconomic problems. Uh, there were some programs uh, that were in place before that, and it looks like those are the ones that are going to be on the chopping block. So other boards have already um, been identifying where programs are, are where there's cuts. Um, our board is not uh, in that position. Most boards um, have not gone into that detail yet. What I can say, Bill, is that we have a phenomenal um, finance team. Uh, we've been really prudent with our spending, um, especially over the last few years. And so uh, we are confident that we're in very good shape. Um, we're, it's just at this point trying to determine um, is, is our board going to be one of the boards that has already spent money? 
um, and which programs. So we can't speculate at this point. Um, there really is a large number of memos that we're going through. I think, you know, the message that we really want to stress locally is that we will continue to review our budget through the lens of our strategic direction. So we will continue to focus on reading, math, graduation, positive culture. Uh, we will continue to work with our community partners to address gaps because we do have we have one of the we have the second highest uh, level of child poverty rate in the province. One in five children uh, do live in poverty that are coming to our schools each day, and we really want to stress that um, uh, that anything that impacts our most vulnerable students, we will pay special attention to, and we will find ways to continue to support them. We do not want the community to think that our students will be left without the supports that they need. We will ensure that um, other supports are found in order to meet those needs. Well, and that's going to put an awful lot of pressure on, on your board and every other board. The, the, this, the basic program, I guess, that the, the province seems to be targeting here, Alex, I'm sure obviously you know this, but just for the sake of our listeners, uh, it's mm-hmm. called Education Programs Other, now there's EPO. And, and basically, I guess the, the best way to characterize that is that it's a series of programs, I guess, that were put in place to help those that are falling between the cracks, I guess, with the, the education system. And uh, and it, it, the, the fact that those are being targeted right now has got to be somewhat problematic and I think very concerning because the Hamilton Board in particular, and you and I have talked about this in the past, have been, I think, outstanding in, in, in creating those programs and to reach out to people that are falling behind and need extra help. Uh, we have been, and we, especially in the last few years, we've begun to see um, some significant gains in our priority schools. So schools that have the um, students that are coming from some of the most, um, I guess, they have additional challenges that they're facing um, in terms of their socioeconomic backgrounds. Um, uh, and that's where our staff have done a tremendous job. I think, you know, People are concerned, and they should be. Uh, we are hopeful, though, um, that we can continue to have conversations with the ministry. Uh, just last week, trustees, myself included, met with the Minister of Education. She attended our provincial association uh, meeting. And, um, you know, it's if anything, we really want to continue to have that relationship with the ministry, continue to... Uh, not just highlight why these programs are important, and um, but you know if they are facing those pressures, they are looking to make cuts. Um, it's about working with local school boards about um, how can we meet student needs in a different way rather than just simply cutting. Well, and again, I don't want to get too specific about this, but I'm sure there are many parents listening right now that understand some of this because you've 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 tailored certain programs to certain students that that basically can't fit into the quote unquote regimen that, that everyone else would have to. Uh, and I'd hate to think that those are the ones that are going to get left behind if, in fact, these cuts are going to have an impact on some of those programs. And that's where we're seeing at HWDSB that um, uh, regardless of, of what the cuts are now or perhaps in the future uh, with the spring budget, is that we will be uh, doing everything within our power to ensure that those needs continue to be met, perhaps in a different way. And um, that is um, that is our commitment locally. That is our priority. Um, so we... Uh, just because funding for a program disappears uh, doesn't 
it makes it that much more challenging, no doubt. Um, but uh, we will continue to look to meet those needs because that's that's what we have to do. I, I know you don't want to get too political about this, but uh, that doesn't mean I can't. Uh, <laughs> uh, what bothered me about this whole thing it was was some comments from from a ministry spokesperson uh, talking about this, and and they talked again about this program, the EPO program. And basically said that uh, they've done an analysis of this, and they said there's a, a track record of wasteful spending, overspending, and millions of dollars of unfunded commitments. Uh, no examples of it, by the way. They didn't justify this or validate this by saying here's where some of the wasteful spending uh, was in situations like this. And 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 I take exception, and I'm sure you and the other board members would take exception to to these sorts of programs being labeled as wasteful spending. I mean, this is this, this is basically reaching out to students that are in need of specific programs and offering them those programs so that they can progress. I think, you know, more to that as well, Bill, even if there is a concern that a program's not meeting its desired outcome, um, then work to change it, right? Work to change it, um, you know, implement, um, you know, more checks and balances, um, alter it, um, but to completely remove a support is, um, is concerning. You want to ensure that the, because the student need is still there uh, at the, you know, by cutting it, um, the support entirely, you still need to make sure that um, that you are working to pr- meet that need. And and right now, that's that's perhaps not what's happening. So, uh, and that's where local school boards are going to work extremely hard to ensure that we do um, meet those needs. Um, if not through the um, programs that we have uh, currently in place, then we will look to continue to meet those needs uh, through another means. Are these uh, the announcements, and again, I just say I know that you're doing the analysis on how it's going to have an impact on the board, Alex, but uh, obviously this is this is immediate. I mean, this is taking place as of now. Uh, I'd hate to think that the board's going to be in a position where they're going to have to go back to a family and say, I know this program that uh, for your child was in place, but we're not so sure we can continue it anymore. That's kind of leaving the student high and dry, isn't it? Those, would be cert- those are certainly hard conversations. Um that said, uh, again, I really want to stress, Bill, that we're going to be working to ensure those gaps are filled. So um, programs come in and out all the time. Um, whatever, uh, as governments change, as, uh, as we learn more within education, uh, certainly curriculum changes over time. Uh, so that said, uh, when we are talking about our most vulnerable students, um, that's where locally we will be working very hard to ensure that um, that there is um, the least amount of impact on our uh, students as possible let's uh, let's talk about long range for a second here uh, the, the reason for the impetus I guess for this whole thing really Alex uh, for uh, sake of our listeners is uh, the, the government the, the Ford government did say they were going to do an analysis I guess they're doing it over just every ministry but I mean you knew that the education uh, portfolio was was under review right now. Uh, and but this came as a bit of a shock. Are you anticipating that there could be further changes now that uh, they finished their review? Uh, apparently, they, actually, it finished on Saturday. I mean, it's an announcement before they even te- technically finished the review on this. So, uh, is there a concern right now that maybe well, there's more to come here? Um, I think that uh, I think most of us are anticipating some additional changes. Um, so so far, we've had um, we've had a couple of different announcements. Um, uh, the ministry has been very clear that they're they're looking to make changes, and uh, as a result of the parent engagement survey, I think that we can also uh, anticipate further changes to come. That said, I'm 
I really am hopeful that uh, the ministry will continue to work uh, with school boards. Uh, We are the front line. We know our communities. We know our students, uh, trustees in particular. Um, We know how difficult these decisions can be um, because we're talking about our most precious asset, our children, our future. And um, and trustees certainly know that best. with that, um, we are a valuable resource, and we, and we hope that the ministry will continue to work with us um, in terms of uh, ensuring that the needs of our students are met. The concern, obviously, for the Hamilton Board, though, as you just uh, alluded to, Alex, is you're right in the middle of a budget cycle now. I mean, there's money that's been allocated, and all of a sudden, uh, if there's no money coming forward on this, uh, it's not as if there's a money trio back at the board building up on the mountain there. I mean, you're going to have to find the money someplace, and yet, then you have to wonder about the domino effect. What other programs are going to be impacted by that attempt to try to find money for some of the other programs that you want to maintain? So, and that's interesting that you bring that up, Bill, because school boards are the only level of government that are required by law to balance a budget. Yeah. And um, so we we write, we um, have very tight budgets. Uh, we are certainly the most monitored and supervised sector um, out of all the uh, provincial sectors, and, and rightly so, because we are talking about students. Um, that said, it's there's not a lot of wiggle room. 90% of board budgets are um, completely allocated. We're not able to switch money from envelope to envelope or from budget line to budget line. It's very strict how our money is spent. Um, so when the cuts are made, it, it does pose um, big challenges, especially within uh, the school sector, because it's, um, there's not a lot of wiggle room to begin with. That said, that's where we'll be reaching out to our communities, and that's also where we're going to be, um, as we board across the province and locally in Hamilton, as we begin to better understand what the impact is of um, of Friday's announcement, we'll also be communicating back to the ministry about how we can make this happen or if we're also going to need a little bit more flexibility. And, um, you know, it's uh, recognized they're in... Um, the, I guess they feel that they're in a, a tight spot uh, fiscally, um, but uh, hoping to have that relationship in terms of because we're all we're all in this together. Well, absolutely, and, I, and look, and I understand every time a new government comes in, there's always this this aura of fiscal responsibility. We get that, and, and they made mention of that, of course, with the announcement on Friday that they want to make sure they're getting a bang for their buck. I guess that's the best way to characterize it. Uh, and I understand that nothing, whether it's going to be healthcare or education, is going to be sacrosanct and untouchable. But at the same time, you'd think that that they'd be looking for cost savings and efficiencies, to use their phrase, someplace else instead of the basic programs for students. And I think that's where school boards too. Um, you know, it's about working with us, um, getting feedback from us, as we may have other suggestions about um, or or be able, be able to go through what the full impact will be you know when you so that they can also make informed decisions about if they're introducing cuts um, they may decide to to go about it in a slightly different way or in a slightly different area um, and so having those conversations uh, with school boards allows for that extra bit of input uh, which is always greatly appreciated. Well, I just got a big challenge toss at you. Good luck with this, Alex. I know it's going to be uh, tough for you guys to wrestle this, but uh, we'll stay in touch as you guys get the analysis done, and I'm sure we can talk about these impacts later on. Thanks for this today. Thank you, Bill. 
Alex Johnson, of course, the uh, trustee and chairman of the board for the Hamilton Board of Education. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.